Real Life Street Stars, man. We got us one with Boss Man Brewster. Boss Man. What's, What's good play, with you, man? man? Blessing to have you on the goddamn couch, man, for real. Oh, man, I appreciate the love, fam. Man, you looking good, bro. Yeah, this first and foremost, you looking good, you know, off the, off the rip, man. <laughs> man. I appreciate you. For those that are deaf, dumb, stupid, man, been living on the rock, man, go ahead and reintroduce yourself, man. Tell us who you is, man, and what it is you do, man, because you a man of many facets. Uh, my name is Kedrian Brewster. They call me Boss Man Brewster, but nowadays I'm Big Brewster. Yeah, Big uh, I spent a little time in TDC. I done 13 years. I left when I was 17. Uh, I came back home when I was 31. I've been home right at six years, and I got a successful trucking company. So uh, I wrote a book. It's called From the Wreck Yard to the Streets, and it's a book that's designed to help individuals reintegrate back into society. Can you hold that book up? you hold the book up for them to see it? Oh, yeah. And, and before we even get to the book, I, I definitely want to get to it. For your mentor to say, I did a little time. Right. 13 years. Just even say, hey, it's a little time. I mean, like, do you consider it a little time? Like, Well, I say that because I got so many partners that be doing 25, yeah. 30 years. So yeah, perspective. That, yeah, that's why I be like, it's just a little time. But, I mean, it was a little big. Yeah, I, I want to know from your perspective, right, you know, you see, like, the new generation of rap, and they really own that shit. You know what I'm saying? And you just see the black men in the system it's like a, a a vicious cycle you know what i'm saying do you think there's something that we can do as a whole to change our way of thinking so that we ain't killing each other the next black man always targeting the next black man or is it just nah that's what people like me here for the to be able to bring awareness to other to other ideas and other situations to expose the people like you can be successful without having to commit no crimes or me and you can disagree and I ain't got to kill you. A lot of times we just need to see it to be, to even know that it can be achieved and accomplished. Definitely. Um, now you said you, uh, got technically sentenced 10 years and had to do extra three. Um, are you able to touch on as far as even what got you caught up at 17? Oh yeah. Well, I went to the penitentiary. I had four aggravated robbers with deadly weapons and four aggravated assaults with deadly weapons. So I was sentenced to 10 years for that, but you know, when you get down there, you get caught up in the prison life. I was down there hustling, had me a little female doing whatever down there, and I got jammed up on the case. So it was either take the extra time or tell, and I mean, I'm from Oak Cliff, fam. I can't, I can't go back home like that. Wait, you said you had a little female? In, in TDC, right. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. I just, bro, I just, I just did another interview with, uh, shout out South Dallas Finesse Kenny, man. And he got three extra years for doing the same thing, messing with a, a CEO. They wanted him to rat on her. He said, nah, they gave him three years. Yeah. Is that like a thing or something? Like, is, like. Nah, I ain't gonna say it's a thing because everybody can't do it. <laughs> that's right. that's <laughs> you gotta have a, you gotta have a special skill set to yeah. be able to, to make it happen. But uh, if you get in a jam, either you gonna tell or either you gonna have to take that time. Now, I'm just curious, bro, because I never did no real time or nothing like that, but. Where does it go down at to get with a CEO? Like, yeah, we are in the, the mess hall. Wait, 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 where does it go down at? Oh, it's many, it's many spots that it, it can go down. I mean, give from, me one, give me two. Give me two, uh, just in case a nigga. It could be the cell, it could be the laundry, in it could be the kitchen, it could be various of places. In the cell, bro? Yeah, if I mean the right setup and it can go down. Damn, that's a, I, shit, <laughs> yeah. shit. But yeah, man, with that being said, man, um. Uh, we always like to ask this because I definitely want to get to the book, man. But as far as doing that 13, what did you learn most about yourself in the time that you served? Because you, you went from a child, technically, to a man. And uh, you get a lot of knowledge, you know, where you're incarcerated with di different individuals. What did you learn most about yourself 
and what did you probably miss the most as you went in? Uh, I'm gonna say the biggest thing I learned about myself is that I was a leader, that I had real potential and talent that I had allowed to go to waste while I was in the streets. That was the biggest thing I learned about myself. And um, the one thing I say that I just miss more than anything, uh, I missed the opportunity of being, I missed the opportunity of being able to feed the information and the knowledge and the game that I got to my family. Because while I was incarcerated, I lost my mother and my younger brother. So those are the things that I would say I just really missed out on. Now, now I got to ask you, I, I know you said you have a successful trucking company now, but when you were inside, did you plot like, hey, when I go home, I'm going to attack it like this? How did you get out of jail, prison and say, yo, I'm going to pursue trucking and make it a business, a multi-million dollar business? So to be honest with you, when I was in prison, I had never in my life thought about driving a truck. My, uh, my wife, she used to come down there and visit me and she presented the idea to me. I told her, babe, I'm a player. I ain't driving no trucks. You tripping, you know what I'm saying? That was the farthest thing from my mind. But when I came home, I'm working in a little warehouse, you know, doing a little 12 hour thing. That ain't really cutting it. So one day I'm out there in the hood, I'm up there at Big T and I got a partner. Now when you see him, Man, he got big chains, diamonds, top, bottom. He got a candy red Camaro on forges. I'm like, man, bro, what's up? What you got going on? He like, nothing. I'm like, man, you got to be doing something, man. Turn me up. What's up? He like, yeah, I just drive trucks. I say, what? He say, yeah, bro, I got a dedicated route, man. I drive to Oklahoma and back. Sometimes I go to Louisiana and back. I said, you living like this? He say, yeah, and I'm on child support for five kids. Damn. I said, man, let me go check out and see what's going down. Hey. So when I saw that with my partner, that's what sparked yeah. the curiosity. I went straight to the house. Hey, I need to get my CDL. Show me how to do this. Yeah. I went and got my CDL license, man. It went from there. Damn, now, now, when you say it went from there, because I want to give some game to the young cats that, you know, looking at this route, too, because you, you mentioned one thing that, you know, you felt like you was too player to do that. And I think a lot of, I think pride kills a lot of, you know, people of colors, you know, thought process because everybody, they be like, nah, I ain't gonna do that, but I ain't gonna lie. Like, I know a guy who owns a million dollar home and he he he, he works for uh, the city of Dallas, you know, moving dump trucks. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, I ain't, I ain't picking up no trash. But I'm like, bro, there's a business. If right. you can swallow your pride, right. there's a business in it. So what exactly did you do as far as once you got your CDL to get to the point where you say, I'm gonna own my own truck and, you know, start my own business and my own company mm -hmm. with that? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Once I saw the bread that was involved, and I saw that I wasn't gonna have that. That got me. I ain't gotta commit no crimes. I yeah. ain't doing nothing illegal. It's this. This the new dope game. Yeah. Once I saw that, I was in. So, so let me ask you this. Um, you know, for the youth, you know, a lot of it I think is tied to the lack of money, and okay. you know, or in lack of you know people not sharing the knowledge with other people to tell them how to get some money. Um. For you, you know, your wife, she approached you with information, you know, but it took for you to see it. Right. For, for it to happen. Do you think, uh, you know, I know a lot, of, a lot of guys go back to the block and give back and shit like that. How do, you, how do you think we can get this information to the youth to tell them, yo, hey, there's another way? You feel right. me? Like So I'm real big in the community. Like I say, I'm from Oak Cliff, so every time I go back home, when you see me, it's going to be like, what's up, K? What's up, K? So... Anytime I see any of my little partners, I make sure I pull like coattail, hey bro, this trucking, what's up? And then I have a curriculum that I sell. I mentor people, when you get out the penitentiary, all you gotta do is contact me. 
Let me know, bro. I'm fresh home. I'm really trying to do something with myself. I'm going to have you come pull up to my yard and put you in my trucks. I'm going to show you how this go. I'm going to give it to you hands on. But once I expose it to you, once I give you the knowledge and the information, it's still going to be on you to put the work in. So the game is to be sold, not to be told is kind of what I'm getting. But was there anybody that you kind of mentored? You know, because, again, as you stated, you know, we all technically need somebody to kind of lead us to the water. You know what I'm saying? Right. Is there anybody that's under your wing right now that you kind of mentor right now? Any young cats out there that you're really trying to kind of wrap your hands oh, around? Oh, it's several of them. I have yeah. a mentorship program. Oh, there you go. So there you I go. Mentor, I mentor guys all throughout the United States of America. Man. I got a guy in Florida. I got a guy that's in Alabama. I got a guy that's in Houston. Like, I mentor different guys that's a part of my program that's really trying to get into the trucking. Yeah. Have and, you ever tried to go back to any of the prison systems or any of the... Uh, 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 penitentiary systems as far as to talk to, you know, maybe guys get out. Or you ever thought of, not saying you're doing it, but you ever thought of like maybe doing that? Because again, some people are getting out and I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people do get out, they be fucked up because right. they be like, I don't know what to do and you know, I got this felony on me, I got the jacket on me, I can't do nothing. Right. Have you ever thought going back and trying to provide them information as a way to get, to kind of rehabilitate right. when they get out? So it's funny, you asked me that, man, I was blessed with the opportunity to go back to the unit where I spent 10 years at, I, I spoke at the GED graduation. That's so right. I'm, I'm real big as far as within the system and then my book, it's a part of the system. So when you go through changes in TDCJ, that book right there is something that's going to come across your table that you're going you gonna to read about. I'm an individual that if you're in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice, I'm more than sure you know about Kedrian Brewster. Now, there you go. And I ain't going to lie, man. Uh, the book is called From the Wreck Yard to the Streets. And off the rip, man, the, the cover itself speaks volumes, you know what I'm saying? Um, Dallas is one of those cities that it's an enigma, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you know, it's not L.A., it's not Miami, don't have the glitz and glamour of that, but there ain't no small little spot. There ain't no port city or nothing like that, but Dallas has such a history to it. And to see, like, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 from TDC and the Texas State Penitentiary System, like, is, like, one of the biggest in the goddamn world. Like, seriously, like, people get housed in Texas out here. So to see this book, man, from the uh, wreck yard to the streets, first and foremost, tell us what, it took to go ahead and get this book written and uh, go and give us some information about the book itself. So that book, man, that was just an idea that I played with. Had I known that that book was going to be as popular and blow up the way it did, I'm more than sure that I would have approached it different. But that book was just an idea. And it was an idea that I used to sit down with one of my partners down there in Houston. Actually, my partner in Houston, he writes books. So it was, you know, he the one that write books, but I'm like, man, I'm finna try this, you know what I'm saying? So I just went to putting down different things. I was having the experience as an individual that's coming home from prison and he having to reintegrate into society. A lot of people don't know that's a real situation. Like, it, it took me a minute to kind of snap, like, cause I'd be at work and this, and this man, this clown up here doing this. I'm like, man, I, what say? But you like, this ain't prison. So the way you would handle a problem in prison, you can't do that out here in society. You do that out here, it's game time. Yeah. So it take a little, a readjustment, and that's where the book came in that I wanted to be able to just show individuals, hey man, this is the way you gonna have to make that transition. Yeah, I commend you, man, for, I mean, writing a book, that seems like a, a very tough process. Like, where can people tap in and actually grab the book? Is it for digital downloads? Is it like, how, where can they get the book at? You can go to Amazon.com right now and order the book. You can uh, DM me on Instagram, Bossman Brewster. You can go to Facebook, Bossman Brewster. Like the book, uh, it's everywhere. All you got to do is Google it. 
let me ask you this for for you. I mean, it just sounds like you have a business mind all the way around. You like, I'm gonna get out. I'm, hey, I see the trucking. I'm on that. I'm gonna write about my life. What inspired you to just say, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna take these steps. You know what I mean? Because you could have just left it at trucking, but now nah, you you wrote the book. You know what I'm saying? What right. what inspired you to go that route? So I. When I was in prison, I, I, t I often tell people, because, you know, I'm from the streets, so when people see me, they identify with me as, as somebody that's up out the streets, but I'm a very successful businessman. And I tell people that I made that change when I was in prison. I lost a lot. My mother, she died from a drug overdose. My little 16-year-old brother was killed. So those were some traumatic, you know, experiences that I felt to where when I got to society and I got... I went to navigating the streets. I knew that it was over with as far as that part of my life. I knew I was through with that. Nah, for real. Um, how come you, uh, as far as going uh, through a rap career, was that, is that, you know, most, you know, most scenarios be like, hey man, I see this rap money. Right. You know, was there, like, did that ever come across you? Like, man, let me go and, Damn, being an author, let me get him, let me get him in yeah, this booth and nah, wrap my ass up. I never, uh, I never wanted to be a rapper. I ain't never tried to be a rapper. And it's crazy because I got partners that actually, they rappers. This is what they do. But I'd yeah. be like, that just ain't for me. So you never been in a studio situation and somebody rapping, you just wanted to go in there and just put something on wax, something on record. Not at all. Not Damn, at that's, all. That's, that's, that's the first. <laughs> that's a real life street star's first. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to write books, man. <laughs> when the last time you had to tell a nigga his shit was trash? Like, that's ain't it, fam. The music? Yeah. Man, uh, I ain't jamming you if you're trash, man. You know. It, yeah, I ain't gonna listen to you, man. You know, if you just happen to be a new artist up and coming, I'll check something out, but the, the wordplay gonna get me, man. If you ain't really talking about nothing, I ain't gonna even want to listen to it. I need some conscious music. I need something that's gonna feed me. So if you ain't got nothing trying to feed me, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Now let me ask you this: um, as far as like stocks, um, cryptocurrency, are you, have you, are you tapped into any of that type of stuff yet? Uh, I haven't tapped into stocks right gotcha. now, man. I've just been so focused with them trucks, and and I'm right. I'm in the process of dropping my second book. Okay. So between my second book and just really staying focused on the trucks, man, that's that's where I'm at. And then just the mentorship as far as helping my people that's in the streets and people that's coming home from prison. Man, what, is the second book gonna be called From the Streets to the... Sweets. Man, there you go. I knew it was, I knew yes, it was gonna be something like that, goddamn Elevation, elevation, goddamn Yes, sir. Man, uh, for those, because uh, we got a lot of uh, fans that have their CDL and kind of doing their own thing, what is one of the, the misconceptions you feel about owning uh, trucking businesses as far as what people might fear before they get into it? What they may fear? Yeah, what they may fear getting to it. That ain't that ain't really what it is. Uh, because I, I, for instance, I always think it's like I'm gonna be away from my family forever. I can't, you know, I can't handle kids, and, right. and get on the road like that. So me, you know, I cater to the streets in the wreck yard. So yeah. I always tell people, you know, most people in the streets, they done did time or they be in the trap hustling. So I'm like, man, you ain't you ain't locked up. You just finna be gone for a week and you gonna come back home with a bag of money, baby. Man, that's that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, that's, I mean, a, that's exactly what you tell your girl, your wives, your be your shit. Hey man, you finna <laughs> sit in the trap for three, four days and take all these penitentiary chances. Facts. Baby, you can get in this truck for them same three, four days and come back to the city with a bag of money. Nah, facts. Nah, that's real. Um, do, do you is it the name of the truck company? Brewster Logistics. Brewster Logistics, man, that sounds like some somebody to invest in. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That sounds like somebody in the bed. For real. You got, how many trucks you got right now? Uh, six. Six? God damn. 
Listen, man, if y'all can't do the math, or let, can you do the, well, let's not talk numbers. Let's not talk numbers. We ain't going to do that. So as far as the music scene, you know, um, Dallas, you know, it's, it's, you know, we got, we got a lot going on, you know, especially right now. It seems divided. It really does. You know what I'm saying? Um, what is your take on the, the music scene as a whole? We just lost Mo3, you know what I'm saying, to some gun violence. You know, we got the, the rest of the city doing this thing. What is your take on the music scene as a whole in Dallas? Oh, man. The music scene is the music scene, you know what I'm saying? It's entertainment. It's just, you know, within the city, we don't allow the entertainment to cross over into the streets. So once the streets and the entertainment is, is, is crossed and, and it's intertwined, you know, that's where you got to start picking sides and all these type of things to transpire. But, you know, I listen to a little bit of everybody. Do you, because you're from Oak Cliff, feel like you have to choose a side or do you feel like you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, no, nah, I'm grown, fam. I'm a big boss. Right, he's a big yeah. boss. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big boss. I got time looking down at what's going on down there. Yeah. <laughs> but now, when you say that, though, you know, you look at a situation like Tupac, right? Tupac, who, uh, you know, was heavily into the music, but the altercation in Vegas seemed like it was a street-level issue that right. he got himself involved in, which probably ultimately cost him his life. Do you feel like, has anything changed in the past 30 years, three decades, up until now that you feel with the music? Uh, nah. It's like same old. Same. It's the same. I mean, it is what it is. You know, when you got things that that transpire in the streets and it elevates to the entertainment. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just on the world's display. Basically, it's just it's just on display for the world. But it's those those type of situations that's transpiring in the streets. Them real situations. Nah, for real. So when you got real situations that's going on, it's gonna be real consequences and real outcomes. And it's just going to happen to be displayed publicly for the whole world to see. That's real. Now, when you went in, social media quite didn't exist. And when right. you got out, that motherfucker was like, nigga, they, females is losing their lives. I mean, losing their minds over <laughs> trying to post their booty. I mean, but everything, everything wild. What was your thoughts as far as when you went in? I'm sure you had access to it inside, but right. to get out and have full access to everything you could do on God, like, God damn, bro. Like, what was your thoughts on social media, how it kind of changed the the landscape of society? Uh, it did it for the good and the bad. Oh, yeah. It advanced would you, say more, would you say more for the bad or more for the good? I would say more for the bad. Damn. Uh, yeah. And the reason I would say that is because, you know, with the internet, man, like I say, you just said we just lost a, a rapper in the city. I really believe that the internet played a big part of that. Mm. So that's why I say, you know, I look at the... All around the United States of America, when it comes to the entertainment rappers, a lot of them is getting killed, and it's coming from the internet, the fans, the bloggers, or however you want to word it. But yeah, that's a message for Mark Zuckerberg. God dang it, you know, you created a monster. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all we know. That's all we know, man. Um, as outside of the second book, um, outside of six trucks. What other businesses or uh, things you have your hands on as far as um, whether with the community or just, you know, in general? So uh, outside of the book, the trucking, like I say, I'm real big on prison reform. Yeah. I like to make sure I show people that's coming home, man. Hey, man, you can come out here and be successful. You can be who you is. You can wear the pretty chains, the shoes, the clothes, and you ain't got to commit no crimes or do nothing wrong. So I'm real big, especially with people that's coming home from prison. But to my partners that's in the streets, if you in the streets, you know, I try to open the door for you. Like, look, homie, this a way out right here, baby. You ain't got to worry about nobody kicking in the door. You ain't got to worry about the laws coming. You ain't got to worry about none of that. So I try to be 
active in the streets as far as I'm I'm in them streets day in, day out. Yeah, facts. And I ain't gonna lie, man, you look like, you know, you look hefty like you could take care of yourself. Yeah, uh, man, you know the body is the temple. Body is the temple, man. Um back, you know, back in the early two thousands, you know, boys would lean more towards, you know, scratching it out. You know what I'm saying? Let's go and you know let's go and have the fade real quick. Right. Now, you know, it's kinda leaning more towards, man, I don't even want to fight you. I'm just gonna right. shoot you. Right. Uh, I don't got time to even get a, you know, the internet's going to go crazy if I have a little scar on my face. I don't want to let nobody see that. What are your thought process as far as just that transition of back in the yard? Y'all used to be able to say, oh, let's go and duke it out. Let's call it one after the day. And to now, it's like, nah, we just going to shoot first, ask questions later, the gun violence in the city of Dallas. So I I put that solely on the, on the shoulders of the big homies and the OGs. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if I see some of my little homies got some foolishness going on, and if it's to that point to where it's some real beef, well, we need to go, here, man, go on scratch and get this out the yeah, way. Yeah. If it's to that extent, but, you know, I try to tell mines, man, hey, man, that iron, man, just understand what come with that. A lot of them don't really know the consequences that come with playing with that iron like that. That's why they so quick to, to get at it like that. You know, they looking for that attention and that from the internet. For those who don't know the consequences, break down some of the consequences so they can understand. Oh man, you playing with that iron, you will get a life sentence, yeah. 99 years, you will get killed. It's several things that will come with playing with that iron and if you're not fully prepared for it, then you need to know, man, you need to sit down somewhere. But if you living like that, that's what you want to do, man. Hey man, I tip my hat to you. I'm gonna stay out here though and chill. Nah, for real, out free breathing, <laughs> seeing that fresh blue sky, goddammit. Um, now, I ain't gonna lie, you know, uh, there's been a lot of commentary just on the city of Dallas, just in general. You know, you know, one person that's been very commentative is uh, Charleston White, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's a guy that, of course, has brought his opinion onto, you know, not only from what's going on in the city of Fort Worth, but also in the city of Dallas. When you see commentators like that, bloggers and things like that, as far as using the internet to paint a picture and the media tells a narrative that kind of the world runs with. What are your thoughts on that as far as just seeing people using that power to, to just run a narrative out here? Man, homie, a clown. Damn, right to just, it. You know, uh, right to it. Yeah, homie, a clown, man. You know, when I see individuals use their platform and they use their platform to speak so derogatory and so uh, ill-mannered, yeah. I, I just get turned off and then, you know, I want to make sure publicly that I say that this clown is not a representation of Dallas Fort Worth in the streets. He he's not a representation. He showed not a representation of me. Why do you feel so many people tune into that? Just he's a clown. He's a it's the circus. So you know, it's like the six nine situation. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You see how six nine was trolling all the rappers, and when it got real, homie went up in there and told them people what the business is. It's the same thing with that clown. You know what I'm saying? He's going to continue to troll and talk about things. He's looking for that attention for views and things like that. And if anybody actually act like they're going to do something to him, you're going to go to jail because he's the law. <laughs> he's trying to tell you without telling you, goddammit. Yeah, he, to yeah you're going to go to jail, <laughs> so you better just watch his protection around him. In, in fairness, is there anything that you do agree with what he says? Because he does have... Um, his, his, some of the message I see is that it's about the kids. He's trying right. to make sure that the kids. So this the play, man. You know, homie, he, he make a lot of valid points, but it becomes void when you stoop so low and you begin to speak on situations and people that that's not how that go. 
if you really an OG, you big homie, your, your job is to lead God and, and show the way. Man, you destroying, you tearing down. Yeah, do you feel it's due to the lack of, you know, community leaders and stuff like that to where, you know, you know again, anyone can have a voice out here with a phone. You could go live. You could, you know. Just you like that, baby. But you want to be able to see both sides of the coin. So if you're only seeing one side of the coin, you're like, God damn, this is the only, we need the other side. And when we don't see it, it's like, damn, all I have to hear is this side. So it's like, right. do you feel there's a lack of people, you know, going against that or, you know, having that audience to be able to say what they feel to kind of counter that? Well, you got to keep this in mind. You know, we, we in a social media world now. Yeah, so, you know, everybody needs them views. And so if me making this video about about Joker and, and real life street stars finna give me 200, 200,000 views, I'm finna talk bad about you. I'm going to put, of course, Please don't. <laughs> so I was taught this at a young age, man, in order for a lie to be effective and for it to be good, you're going to have to put a piece of truth in it. Mm, so man, you, you're going to have to put some truth in it to grab the attention of the people. But when you go to speaking in the manner that I done heard this clown speak, man, all that is void. There you go, man. And man, I don't want y'all to use that to go cheat on your wives. Please, uh, just black men don't cheat. <laughs> um, is there anybody important in your life, man, as far as kids, woman, uh, your mother, anybody that helped? Because, you know, you're very co uh, collected, you know what I'm saying, uh, as far as just your thought process of what you want out of life. Um, who's some of your people behind the scenes that's, you know, getting you to where you are now and kind of right. motivating you to keep going? So the people that's behind the scenes is my wife. Yeah, shout out to her for real. Uh, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law. Uh, my mentor, Maurice Green, my transportation manager, Shantae Howe, yeah. uh, my mechanics. Like, I have a big support system of people that, that steps up and they really, they provide so much for me because I tell people, man, I'm just one person. So you got to know that I got a, 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 a major yeah. dream team behind yeah, me. Got to, and it takes a team, goddammit. Don't ever think that just because one person's sitting here, don't ever think that there's not a team, a squad, a whole, you know, plethora of people that's making sure this boat is going the right direction, man. That's for real. Um, when it comes to uh, just as far as getting at you, man, uh, again, once again, getting your book, uh, following you on social medias, man. Tell us again, how can we get at you? How can we get the content? Um, and if somebody needs a good trucking service, how can they, you know, who do they need, what website they need to hit up or who they need content right. to get at you? So you can go to Instagram, man. Bossman Brewster, that's my last name. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, any of them social media outlets, you'll be able to find me. And then if you're in the city of Dallas, Fort Worth, all you got to do is go to the streets. That's real. <laughs> he said, pull up, you're going to see me, guys. Yeah, just pull me. up. Now, outside of the team that you, uh, you know, shouted out, you have any additional shout outs you want to give? Man, I just want to give a shout out to the wreck yards, man. I want to give a shout out to the individuals that striving to be successful. They striving to do better, man. You know, every day ain't easy, especially when you come from that life. So you always had them urges and you always had that, you know, so I want to tell them, man, stay down, stay Hold at it. Head. Hold your head, man. Um, that's one thing, again, that, uh, you know, that I always question, you know, is prison rehabilitating. So uh, prison is going to provide you with classes and all that old good stuff. But at the end of the day, it's going to be on you to make the call. Yeah. So it's going to be on you to read the book, dissect the information, process the information, and then apply it. I know a gang of people that, you know, they done read 100 books down there. But when, it come to, when it's time to actually apply what it is they done read, it, 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 don't, it don't line up. So 
I tell people, man, you know, prison, they gonna provide you with the classes and all the proper words and things like that, but uh, it's gonna be on you to take heed to it. Well, there you go, man, from the rec yard to the streets. I can't wait from, uh, from the streets to the suites. That's the uh, business right there. And I ain't gonna lie, if I had an audio version from you, that'd be even doper. So, uh, you know, <laughs> holla, holla at the plug, the publisher, whoever you need holla at, and you get the audio version going. But Amazon, definitely, uh, you can get it there. Um, we're gonna put a screenshot of it, you know, just so y'all can see what book it is, and we definitely want y'all to do it. Man, Bossman Bruce, uh, before you get out here, man, again, do you have any words of wisdom you'd like to give just those out here watching, man? Um, yeah, man, uh, make sure you believe in yourself, man. I know I see so many people that be on the internet, you know, they know more about uh, Jay-Z and 50 Cent than they do themselves, you know nice. what I'm saying? Take nice. time to, you know, learn something about you. It ain't always about everybody else, you know, and uh, man, take that chance, jump out there. Yeah, and I would say, man, as much as you be on the internet looking at entertainment, just maybe make 50% of a knowledge. Get some knowledge off of it. Right. Other 50% could be entertaining. Just kind of, you know. And then, you know, you got to surround yourself around the right people too, That's man. Facts. You know. That's facts. I keep my circle real tight. You know, I don't, I don't invest no energy into non-promising products. So that's people, places, <laughs> or things. And look where he at. There you go. <laughs> look where he at. So now nah, that is what it is, man. Goddamn boss, man. Brewster, man. Glad to have you on the couch, man. Please. Uh, we connected now. We family. Definitely come back, give us more game in the future, bro. We definitely appreciate you selling the couch, man. You are real life street star, the original form, man, for real. Salute. Appreciate y'all, man. Love, love.